You found it, a podcast with some real conversation about being imperfect moms in today's world. Get ready, because our stories are funny and our struggles are real. I'm Summer. And I'm Jeanette. And together you'll be following us on our imperfect mom journey. With my two teenagers and Summer's tribe of six, listen to us trying to balance being good moms while having a career and somewhere in there being good wives. If you're looking for a serious podcast, you came to the wrong place. We will give you entertainment and bad advice. Our goal is to make you laugh and have an outlet to know we are all imperfect moms. Because at the end of the day, no one's perfect. So sit back, grab a glass of wine, and find a comfy spot as we talk about being imperfect moms. Welcome to another episode of Imperfect Moms. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Summer. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's cool. We screwed we that one up. up. It's fine. So, it's fine. Take two. We're yes. on take two, guys. We're on take two right now because we had a little kid drama right now. Jeanette was preoccupied with one don't, of the twins. Don't even. Yes. I got video recording. <laughs> I want you to go back on it and see who was more flustered. So... <laughs> I want to, one, warn everybody, my voice is very hoarse because we came from a football game and I'm that annoying mom that screams on the football the entire game as loud as I possibly can. She really does. I do. She really does. And two, we're, we're hot because it is so hot here today. I don't know what is wrong with September. Do you think in the scheme of things it's really hot or... Do you think that we think it's hot just because it's hotter than it usually is in Southern California? Both. Yeah, it is hot. It is hot. Summer came late. Yes, it did. And it sucked because it is. it shouldn't be this hot right now. No. So, anywho, let's do our mom hype and mom fails. Okay. My mom fail. I never feel like I have anything. So, so I have a big what? fail. What's your fail? So she didn't I tell me, by the way. do. I didn't. She I was saving it for the podcast. Over and over again. So tell me. I do Pop Warner, and you can feel this. I got so enwrapped uh, with Pop Warner. Yes. My sales were down <gasps> so drastic. You suck. I know. Yeah, I, I came in second place overall, which isn't terrible. I but I've been first for a while. Okay. And so, uh, and but it make my a big difference. It makes dollar a amount. dollar amount because, you know, it my I was messing around with Pop Warner so much. Yeah. That not only did I get backed up on a lot of stuff, so now. I told myself, okay, don't mess with Pop Warner. You only limit yourself to like an hour a day. Right. And it's addicting. Yeah. And so I have been so overwhelming busy at work again. But my mom fail was I um my job clearly I wasn't putting my, you know, best foot forward at work and it showed in my overall Result. results at the end of so, you know, that was my mom big mom fail are you gonna what are you gonna do to change it well i stopped i'm limiting myself to only about um an hour of pop warner a day because i worked 11 to 12 hour shifts 
That's crazy. So I know Monday through Friday you know you're and more than an hour. Saturday. Yeah. 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 But you know, I've been there. I've been there um, from a results-oriented standpoint. Like, you're sending emails at work. You're replying to text messages. You're calling people. Right. You're trying to, you know, they're your other clients, really, right? They're right. Really, like, you're, you take it really seriously. And I've been there. I Trust me. I know. I've been there where I've been like, I did nothing this month. Like, I, I don't know where my investments in mortgages are, boss. I, I But... My people aren't happy at Pop Warner, so I don't really have anything to show for it. <laughs> so yeah. I that was my mom fail. My mom hype okay. was Nini decided to change her career bound. Okay. Right? It, she's okay. a senior in high school. Okay. She changed her career to? and um, she would. She wants to get into cosmetology. Okay, yeah, you told and me then, that. And um, then we have suggested that she owns her own business. Okay. Um, she's not going to work for a salon. That's awesome. I want her to work for herself mm-hmm. or own a company. And she is like all gung ho about it. So I'm That's really awesome. mom hype is. You know, she's still on a very good path. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel after after high school because after high school is so scary. Yeah. Like, what next? It's like yeah. you're you have to become an adult, but you're not an adult because we baby our kids. Yeah, definitely. It's I think, hard. I think that the fact that she just has a plan and it's something she's really passionate about is awesome. Right. That's really hard to find in any age group, especially 18, 17, 18, 19. No one knows what the heck they want to do with the rest of their life. And she likes that stuff. And she, she so loves, loves it. it. And I want her to build her social media, and she doesn't. But she she is very particular about the way she eats. She's yes. very particular about the way she dresses, the way she carries herself. So I, I tell her she should really put that. Like, if this is what you want to do, especially be a hairdresser, people are going to be drawn to you. Are you telling her to be an influencer? An influencer. She should. She She's should. cute enough. Not that it ha- you have to be cute, but yeah. I'm like, she's put together enough where, yeah, she, like, she should do that. I know. And she's trendy, and she's cute, and she's easy on the eyes. Right. So, like- you know, to build your clientele, unfortunately, mm-hmm. she needs to start a portfolio, doing friends' hair for free, blah, yeah. blah, blah. She wants to do hair? Is that where she She wants is? to do hair. I don't know no. if ne- she necessarily wants to do makeup. Mm-hmm. I am more of a natural kind of look makeup person anyways, right. like freckles. Right. Like, I think your freckle face looks right. better than your makeup face. Well, that's your opinion. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I know you love freckles. I do. I hate my freckles. Yeah, no. I think it looks better. So, um, natural for me is just... Yeah, and she doesn't wear a ton of makeup either at all. So, I think the most makeup I've ever seen her is, like, at the prom. Prom. Yeah. Or whatever. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, So anyways, that's your mom. That's my mom hype. I think that's a cool mom hype. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. My mom hype. I'm, like, so boring. I was thinking about, like, how... I think I was laughing how, like, your, your, um... Your mom fails and hypes are like a teacher, like a chart, like a like a graph, like a financial <laughs> chart of a stock, like up and down, up and down, I up know. and down. And what's kind of sad, a little bit, or I miss having little ones or whatnot, yeah. is is because I have, you know, older high schoolers, it's like I'm like one flat, like I'm a dead flat line. Like I'm like, I don't really know. Like we just kind of, it was a good week. I can't, yeah. I can't really, it was a well, regular good. week. Yeah. Mom, when it was a good week, no breakdowns because last week Bella had a breakdown after oh, her yeah. cheer game, so that mm-hmm. was a, a mom fail. 
as That's I was not hard a mom on her. Fail. I was hard on her. I made her cry. Well, mom fail. Rob had a breakdown. That doesn't mean I was a mom fail. Oh, but I ca- you didn't cause Rob's breakdown. You I didn't did cause. cause her breakdown. I was sitting next to you the I whole time. I gave her time. a hard time, and it, she cracked. I think under she pressure. was a little emotional and nervous and her, for her yeah. first game exactly. as a captain. But it wasn't a big deal. Of the cheer it was team. All, yeah, it was fine. It was good. Yeah, nothing too crazy. No, I'll think of one. If one comes up, I will tell you. Okay. Like I, we're so boring. Like I just started thinking. I was like, I don't know. It can be the simplest thing. I can't think of one. Oh, you want to know what my mom, my mom, um, hype is too? What? I figured out my Starbucks drink. Okay, how's that a mom hype? What are you talking that's about? A summer hype? No, that's a summer get your life together hype. No, that's a that's a mom hype Hi, by why? ten because why? it has been getting me through life. How do you swing that? Okay, that's fine then. I'll give it to you. What are you talking about? It's How a, am I swinging it's a summer that? hype. It has yeah. nothing to do with me. What's the drink? I want to hear it though. It is a cold brew with cold foam. <laughs> okay. Four shots of. Four shots of sugar-free cinnamon dulce. Okay. And a light splash of half and half. Half and half? Oh, yeah. Heavy cream is better for you, but half, half and half is fine, too. I can't do keto. Do you, have you heard my drink? No. Okay, so my drink is a decaf bente Americano. A decaf? Because I'll tell you, explain. Just, okay. okay. A decaf bente Americano. Bente is the big one. Yes. So I get the small one. Yes. Okay. Decaf Vente Americano. No classic. What's classic? Classic is um, sugar, like basically the sugar syrup. Oh, okay. okay. No classic. No classic. Three pumps of sugar-free vanilla. Mm-hmm. Two pumps of sugar-free cinnamon dolce. Light, heavy cream. Two stevias. And that's it. It's like nothing, right? Like so easy. <laughs> oh my God. And the reason I do decaf. Can they even fit all that on a cup? <laughs> they do. It comes out like this big. Oh yeah. my God. Do you want me to say it again? Ice Vente Decaf Americano. No classic. Three sugar-free vanilla. Sh- yeah. Two, three sugar-free vanillas. Pumps. Two sugar-free cinnamon dolce. Two stevias. Light, heavy cream. I could never be a Starbucks barista because the person that would been that told me, oh my God, this has three pumps of sugar-free, not two. I cannot. I would punch in the face. Yeah. No, I'm actually, it makes it sweeter. I'm a good first sweeter. It's if it's not enough. I did. I would complain. My first time ever. What? I think you were with me. What? The only reason why I go to Starbucks is because of you. Yeah, so there it's amazing. Is, yeah. So, my that first is time, a mom hype. I okay, okay, I changed my mind. It, yours is a mom hype. If you can find your Starbucks drink, yes. that's a mom life. Okay, fine. Then, what? I saw my first sassy Starbucks barista. Yeah. When she got, when the order was wrong, instead of giving the coffee out, she threw it in the sink. Yeah. We were together, weren't we? They're supposed to give it to you. And they got the drink wrong. Yeah. And she got mad and she threw threw it it in in the sink. Did she get it wrong with me or we were watching someone else? We were watching the girls in front of us. Yeah, jerk. And we were like, whoa, that was awfully sassy. Yeah. That was was my first sassy Starbucks story. because they are like Chick-fil-A employees. They're all so happy. No, they're not. Starbucks is not Chick-fil-A happy. No. Not at all. 
they are grouchy a lot. There's you, very inconsistency in the service. So this is my question. But not the I always ask our special guests. What? Chick-fil-A or Popeyes? Was I not head ahead of the game? You're gonna take credit for yeah. the chick- for the Popeyes sandwich? No. I'm saying I was ahead of the game. You wanna be trendy? Is that what you want me to say? No. Yeah, you are. I'm saying I was ahead you of the game. You predicted their fight? Yes, I predicted. Oh my god, the you predicted the because food. it's a good fight. It is a good fight. I do you think they made the sandwich because of you? I hope so. Do you think they listened to I our Haley Buckner episode and don't thought? Think so, yeah, but I hope so. I'll let you think that. Whatever I appreciate that. So there so, you go, summer hype, mom hype. Popeyes, yes. like I've said, with Haley and and both Raina, yeah, Popeyes is better. And you guys thought I was crazy. Popeyes is not better. Popeyes than is. Te- well, are you? Smoking. I don't. I, I your like, stevia I before like, you come over. I like Popeyes. Don't get me wrong. I love Popeyes. I love Popeyes more than KFC. But it does not compare to Chick Fil A. Have it you doesn't. had the sandwich? Nobody has. It's sold out everywhere. And people are throwing. They're selling them out of their trunk for a thousand dollars. Stop it. Yeah. No. No one has. You haven't had it. No, I haven't had exactly. it. Exactly. But I can tell you what? that I per- I've had Chick Fil A sandwiches and I don't care for them. Oh well, that's a shame. I only like their breakfast biscuit, the little gippers. Yeah, with the with the syrup. Yeah, yeah. The little little bitty exactly. itty bitty. They know things. what they're doing. So I don't like the big sandwich. Maybe you got the I've wrong had sandwich. A, nope, nope, nope. I know I didn't. I took a bite. To me, it's just something strange about Chick Fil A. I love their sauces. Yeah, chicken. I could steal. The fries are good, too. The fries are good. Yeah, I just don't like... I can steal their sauce. Yeah, no. Yeah. But Popeye's, hands down, so much better at their chicken. Yeah, but, like, is it good in a sandwich is the question. No. Guarantee it is. Nah. Guarantee. You'll never try it because it's always sold out, so you can't argue that. Even this Popeye's back here? Yeah, they're all sold out everywhere nationwide. Haven't you been watching Instagram? I don't pay that much attention. I thought you predicted the fight. Uh, So here's the thing. When I'm on Instagram (laughs) and, like, I'm supposed to be doing car confessions. You haven't been doing those lately. You know what I'm really doing? What? I'm watching all the people who are making food. I know. We talked about Oh, oh, the makers? Like when they yeah. just show their hands yeah. and they're doing the thing? And I love those. Everything. Like tasty foods? Yeah. And I sit there and watch it for hours. Like you could zone out and forget your lunch I could zone out. Let me ask this because I visited you at work. Uh-huh. How often do you have, how many lunches do you have a day? One. And how how many times a week do you go over your, your a time slot? Never. You always come back on time? Mostly. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> mostly. What does mostly mean? Mostly. All the time. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I actually stay at work in case there's any problems with my customers. I'm available. And I can just come out. So I'm always... I always stay You're there. So nice. It's rare that I leave. You go somewhere? Because... Yeah. Because in my line of work, somebody can frustrate your customer and it just ruins that customer's experience. Yeah. So I always like to make sure I'm available so that that my customers can just get the information, what they they need. Yeah. Get the goods. mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, so what are, we have an interesting topic today. We do. It's kind of sad slash crazy, but like reality, right? How did we want to start that? Introduce it. I think, are you going to bring up kind of like what your, because well, our topic for today, we wanted to talk about 
because we were we we're talking about how sheltered sheltered yeah. our kids are like even though kids, we live in oceanside and they're yeah. probably a little more exposed than the normal cities kind of kind of yeah yeah i really. think they're a little more exposed than going up to san clemente <laughs> and those kids are very sheltered carl's bad I guess. And Sanitas. Well, yeah. I'm going to say, like, compared to affluency, but I don't think, like, I don't think Oceanside kids have a big reality of how bad life can really be. Some kids. I think a so vast this is majority. where I know. I think so. That's your thinking. Mm-hmm. I think there is. Oceanside still has, unfortunately, at least 50% where the kids are really feeling. I would go. A, 15%. I, I think that's awfully heavy. I do... 15%. 15%. Are struggling. I, like this kid we just heard about. Yes. I feel like they're... Nowadays, with they're all the social media, mm-hmm. bullying is like, to a minimum, cyberbullying is the really the only thing that happens at school i don't feel like there is that many bullies there are a lot of manipulators i don't think they're necessarily bullies i just call them assholes but yeah 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 so yeah Yeah. i'm just saying but this in this day and age when we were kids Mm -hmm. you know we were exposed to the bully we were exposed to, you know, not having resources or a shoulder to lean on. And, you know, I, that was, I was anyway. When I, when I say like not exposed to like real life, like what I mean is, is in, when you look at the data and demographics of Oceanside, there, yes, there are people who are less fortunate financially, but they still have, there's not, um, a it's not poverty, okay? Right. So it may there are parts. I'm not saying uh, that there's yeah, not parts, uh, but there's I'm saying no. there's little pockets of poverty, right? Mm-hmm. In Oceanside, overall, like we live in Southern California, it right. is a moderate income, yeah, military based town. Now, do I think that there are people who pretend to be maybe more rough around the edges than they are? That's that's the reality that our kids are exposed to. Pretend rough around the edges. Do I think there's real? Yeah, but it's like maybe two hoods on the east and then maybe one hood over here. Like two hoods in the west side and right. maybe one little pocket over here. And that's not real. Like so when I think about what what we just said about sheltered versus reality, like I think that there's not a lot of kids who are exposed to other kids that don't know where they're going to put their head down. I know. At night. Right. And our kids, shelter kids versus, like, reality, how bad it can be. In Oceanside, no. That's not real. I might, And not that I've experienced, because I'm, trust me, I'm the first one to say I was, I'm a sheltered kid raised from Oceanside. But I was exposed to that lifestyle. Um, and I know you have friends that were very exposed to that lifestyle. My husband was exposed to that lifestyle. I still have friends that are in that lifestyle. Exactly. So when... And when they you don't say live that, here, well, probably. In some Oceanside. of them do. Maybe. Right? Some of them do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Va experience, like, we're not, in comparison to, like, a Long Beach, like, this is nothing. Like, right. Like, we don't, our kids don't have a, rea- a grasp of reality, and there's enough resources around to kind of figure something out, where it's it's not a inner city type of environment that kids don't have anywhere to sleep. 
and they don't have clothes and they're going they're going hungry and I still I still think we have a lot more than you probably are even thinking about. I think that we have some. I just I don't think that it we're, the, our children aren't exposed to it. I've lived here for so 15 years. So are you years saying and this is no, like the projects? No. No. It's not I the think projects. So. I think our kids have no sense of reality of what a rough life really is. I think ev- probably everybody you know in your phone book minus the bad guys. Let's let's take the or your old friends or your friends that are your friends they're still my friends my old friends well i mean everyone in your phone book minus your friends from your from san clemente Mm -hmm. and the people that you met down here i'm Mm -hmm. thinking the last people that you met in the last 10 years 10 of your friends and older. okay 10 years plus right got it because you chose right right okay 10 plus years and older yeah i chose none of them have any of the exposure that your other group of friends may have right and that's majority of 10 years we're going back 10 years right we'll say 10 well, yeah. 10 15 years maybe 15 years nini after right like no yeah 10 years nini young nini young nini it still existed so, so i'm yeah. telling you i grew up here i'm telling you i grew up mm-hmm. here right that's true from the like a little mm-hmm. there's no like yes there's people that i know that have struggled yes and that's my yeah. point is this place is really it's oceanside carlsbad vista like this place is not is not reality of how bad it can really be hence why our kids don't get how lucky they are yes to be in this kind of exposure i agree to an extent okay i agree wholeheartedly to an extent right i don't believe we live in a city that is like really down in outs the outs Yeah. yeah that is really struggling i feel like there is a lot of positivity and a lot of you know good hearts you know hearts of gold even though the families don't have a lot of money they still have really good morals and good you know values values and goals um you know so do i see tons of those yeah now does bad stuff happen here absolutely yeah but like think about but if you're asking me in this town Mm -hmm. do i do I know quite a few people that's children that still worry about where they're going to sleep at night? Yeah, I, I I know quite a few in this town. Yeah. So it's just, and I that's don't. where we're going. You know, mm-hmm. our kids have no idea have how no sheltered they are, and they are truly, truly such little babies like in this world like you know they they we we didn't and luckily i didn't have to go any through thing through like beatings i never got beat from my parents i never got abused by my parents you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like i i was very fortunate in that way you know right and um because you know you have people that have been abused and that's where we were going to lead into that segue was going into that young girl that just recently passed Mm -hmm. because her dad beat her beat her to death yeah yeah and so you know she was seven she was seven years old Mm -hmm. and she had like her this is heart-wrenching story where the parent the father had the custody of the two little girls it was seven and six Mm -hmm. and god knows what happened she's probably being a typical seven-year-old right and um he ended up beating beating her to death you i didn't know but you said that the six-year-old called called 911 
And at the same time, the father had called his mother to go pick him up Mm -hmm. and take him. And um, they met in the middle, the police officers and uh, the mothers. But, you know, you just think that, you know, well, that's what I was saying. Like, stuff like that is happening in Oceanside. That's what I'm saying. Right. It does happen. Yeah. And what what I mean, and that's different than, yeah, that's horrible. That's crazy psycho and that's too happening way too much. When I think about, like, our kids' exposure to not connecting, that they're fortunate right. and that they're sheltered, is they don't know enough of those type of stories, right? Right. They don't know that, like, you know, we heard about a story today where, you know, your your nephew's telling you about a kid who, like, was really good at football and everyone was excited to have him, new kid in town and doesn't have a stable family and now you know, getting kicked out of his house and didn't come today because he doesn't know if he has anywhere to live tonight, you know? And that's sad. Mm -hmm. And, like, our kids don't realize the opportunity that they have. And, honestly, this community creates that opportunity. It's very close-knit, and it is, you know, it's okay. Like, it's it's, it's not the inner city is my point, so they don't get it. Because it's yeah. not in front of their face every day. Yeah. Like, there's one there's one story, but it's, like, one out of a hundred. Right. Versus, like, the reality is they have every opportunity in the world to be anything and everything they want to be. And, you know, parents like you, parents like me, we've fought to make sure that that happens for them. And they, sometimes our kids don't get that. Like, our kids right. don't get, like, you know, there are kids out there that legitimately don't have anything to eat tonight. And they're waiting for that free breakfast in the morning. I know. Right? Like, they know that they want to eat that lunch at lunch with their number because they're not going to get a meal at dinner time. Right. Right? And they're not playing football or doing sports that they want to because they know that their family doesn't have the cleats to do that or no one cares to do it. Right? Right. So they say, fuck it. Right? And so, like, that's some of the things that I wish our kids would be able to understand is like the opportunity they have the little things give them such a head start and they right. have, and they need to maximize on that right it's crazy you know one you know my kids are like super duper sheltered minor i can tell you that there there is no hood in my yeah. kids whatsoever like they are very they're jocks uh-huh. they're jocks mm-hmm. and they're they're how do you say they're trendy influencers yeah. you know they are far from anything you know hood related and um and i do see some kids starting to trying to steer that way and i always reflect back on how i grew up and you know and it was yeah i just you know wish and hope that they could understand that you know that is not the life you want to live and there's so many consequences like believe it or not i would love to run for city council that would be like a dream of mine there's no way i could i totally believe it there's no there's no way i could Mm -hmm. they would eat me up alive with my past with everything that's even partially current in my life now You know, Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't have, you know, I don't have a good enough background where you could support it 
lean on it and believe that I could make a change. You know, a lot of people are, will frown on the kind of life that I live, not thinking that this led me to all the experiences I have now to ma- want to make a change right. and want to make a difference. But, you know, unfortunately, what you do at a young age, oh, it follows you hard mm-hmm. and it follows you to the end. Right. You know, and you y- I know, like, for instance, I have, like, Life 360 mm-hmm. on my kids' phone, my phone, uh, their phones. And, you know, some people are like, oh, I, you know, I don't need it. It's like, you know, I, you do need it. Because it, it tells you how fast your kid's going, where they're going. So they, in their back of their minds, know that I'm watching them at all times. I'm not right. necessarily watching that I'm all t- at them at all times, but I could. But you want to see what are they doing when you're not looking. And, mm-hmm. you know, it also you prevents them. Mm-hmm. It also prevents them from doing bad stuff. Because right. they're going to go, wait a minute. My mom's going to see that I did 98 miles an hour on the freeway mm-hmm. and my car is going to be gone so it's you know it actually benefits in my opinion it benefits us you know towards but you know i just mike we well that's an example of yeah. something you're doing to shelter them though which is a great thing i mean yeah I keep doing that like i'm not telling that oh no i just signed up for a a seven dollar trial without looking at it <laughs> no okay i had to call about that so. um but i think that um i can't believe i just did that but um i think like that's something you you you're doing as a parent that cares about them but it is also something that you're creating a boundary and a space that you can shelter them right. and protect them right and like do our kids our kids don't get that no right our kids don't see that you can like you doing those things are things that are going to actually project her and him eventually to be in a better space not getting a dui not killing themselves not you know hurting other someone else and you know there's kids that don't even have someone yeah to even look at you know? know and you know family members that don't want them and it's so sad. It's just so, it's so sad that, like, I think what's really even more, like, reminding of me is, like, you know, our kids really need to understand the opportunity that they have. And I think that's why I get so fire, fired up with my son and daughter about things. And people are like, why are you so stressed and overreacting about things? I do overreact. I know that about myself. And I, I am very high strung about certain things. But I'm very self-aware. Like, I didn't grow up with too many problems like yeah we had emotional problems with my dad but like I you know we didn't go without for the most part and it's like but I am very self-aware that like my kids can't piss their opportunity right like they can't piss it off like because there's kids that do have a fraction of what they have and do the world with it and so I just I always try to remind my kids about that and I maybe I, I need to do more about like reality stuff like you are sheltered and you are you know, you have a promising little life here and you're, you have a family that's going to back you up and like people don't have that. And so I think that's why I get so fired up about stuff when they don't out, you know, output their potential. That's, that's why. And everyone's like, Oh, go easy on them. And and I should be, cause I probably stress them the fuck out. But like, that's why, cause I'm like, it could, it could be so much fucking worse. Don't Mm -hmm. piss this. 
Right. Like, you have it so easy. Like, you don't even know. Like, you're you're literally 75% there. If you put in your 25% to get to 100, like, you only have a 25% to get it to 100. Like, there's kids who are negative 75% because of the lack of opportunity and unshelteredness they have, right? Because they just don't have the opportunity and no one to care. And, and, and there's kids that make it to that 100 being negative 100. Does that make sense? Right. Am I being no, crazy? yeah. And so that's part of, like, I don't know. I don't know that's just my parenting style I don't know if that's good or bad but it literally frustrates me if my son pisses an opportunity off or my daughter does you know she's not she hasn't been there too much yet like she's going into high school and there's going to be those opportunities that are in front of her or, or those challenges or obstacles and and that's where when things get hard I it's so weird because you know when things get hard for my kids Va tells me to lay off because I have I have this awful and he calls it negative but I have this awful way of pushing them harder when things mm-hmm. are bad and it might bite me in the butt later right from a breakdown perspective you know what's funny is i'm but i'm, I'm picturing you and Va'a like in these conversations right now uh-huh. and i'm thinking about Jaime and i's the way we react and I, it's literally like the almost the same but the opposite mm-hmm. so i'm the same as you mm-hmm. you know i kind of you know freak out over and I don't over I don't think I overreact but Mm -hmm. I definitely say how I feel Mm -hmm. and and it's coming out my mouth whether you like it or not like I'm I've never you know especially with my kids if I don't care about what anybody else thinks I especially don't care what you guys think I'm gonna tell you how I feel you know and I can just see Hyman where he is more reserved and I'm you know, telling them, oh, you know, I, you know, uh, for instance, you know, James on the football field. Oh, I saw James, you know, he missed a couple tackles and he stays quiet. He goes, you know, I just tell him, you gotta, you gotta go harder. You gotta go 110%. Like you don't, if once you give, you know, once you start going partial, we see it on the field, it reflects, then it reflects in your teammates. And I'm just, you know, going, you drilling them. Mm -hmm. And Jaime is just staring at me and he goes, I watched him. He did fine. Yeah. And he's just, but he's very mellow and very quiet and he doesn't contradict what i say but he'll be like i watched him and then i have to sit back and go well maybe i'm not see like maybe i'm just overdoing it and okay well maybe he did do a good job and you know i have to sit back and take in you know in all that information yeah yeah which is funny because you know va is the same way and he will tell me like let him do his thing. Like, he says that a yeah. lot. It's basically the same thing that time is saying in different words. And Vaz, not passive or mellow, but when it comes to the kids, Well, that's what I was saying. It's the same, but it's opposite. Yeah. Jaime is really passive and mellow, and Vaz, like... He actually, when it comes to that, he is passive and mellow. And if oh, it is comes he? to the kids, he's yeah. pretty passive and mellow. Unless I'm being crazy. And then he kind of mm-hmm. gets, like, frustrated with me. But, like... The part that is going to backfire, and I think was awesome that you reflect on it, is... That you, you know, want to give your kids the recognition when they do well. Right? But the part that in my core I can't, that's hard for me to get away from is there's always someone better. Yeah. There's always something that's working. That's real. That's real. And everybody is exposed to that. Mm -hmm. Like kids have to be exposed to that. And like my, in my head, I'm like, you know, you telling him he's okay and everything's fine 
like that's going to translate into his career you're so great and everything's fine and that's where my head won't get out of right and that's so sad like i do think it's sad but i also think like that's just part of like what is my parenting style and it's like god like i don't know if it's i don't know i'll tell you in 10 years if it's back in a backfire and they're gonna freaking be drug addicts because our mom fucking flipped them out so much <laughs> like i don't know but like i just can't let them like and un- like you do not understand the opportunity you have and you have to give 150 percent. and yeah you miss shit and yeah. no one else but me is going to tell you. Yeah. You know? And, like, you sh- like yeah, maybe it really sucks now and you wish I would just say good job, son. Which I do. I try to... Th- I, that's where Va is good for me is he, rem- he makes me remember to say those things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I can't walk away without giving food. Va, Va, Va calls it, like, you can't, you can't just say nothing. Like, you just always got to say something. Right. Like, I know. I can't help it. Like, yeah. I know. But in, in the core, that's why I do it. Yeah. Because, like, you better be doing 100%, 150%. Like, there's a kid out there that wants to be on the field right now that couldn't afford cleats and is too embarrassed to ask somebody for them. Right. And he would probably tear it up. Yeah. Like, I just always think about those scenarios. But whatever. Mm. That was random. What was? I mean, we, like, went in a circle, I guess. Oh, I like, know. We, yeah, we went I know. Random. No, it, we I can mean, talk forever. It wasn't. We can talk forever. Yeah. I think we can just talk in, forever in general. Yeah. <laughs> Except sometimes we can't be recorded. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we can't be recorded. Yeah. But anywho, um, I I think I think we're good for right now. I think we could talk a lot, but in in a nutshell, yeah, children, Crespo children, yeah, you guys are sheltered. Yeah. The real kids. world it can be tough. And it's in a comfort. We though. want them to have the good life. We want them to be successful, and we yeah. want to give them the tools that they need to be happy in life because that's I mean I, I think that's what most people Every want for their want kids. That. All parents want that. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with letting them know that not everybody got has that. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone gets that. Yeah, but not my, everyone got tostadas the, with lettuce and cheese yeah, and tomatoes and sour, and sour cream. cream and Val- Valentine and their mom made it and and said and made it specially to their accordance. Not yeah. everyone has that. Yeah, and no, no, and not everyone not has. Not even the photo tea kids have that. <laughs> Ma, Mom, can you Venmo me $15 so me and my friends can go eat? Exactly. Right after school, and I'm like, exactly. wait a minute. Oh, Rob, is Just, that like the new uh, world? Is that the new thing no, for that's you now? No, that's NeNe. Oh, that's, that's Bella. NeNe. Bella, I need $6. Ro- Every day, I need six, like, I need $6, and I'm like, for what? Well, my Subway sandwich is $6. <laughs> I'm like, you're not getting Subway every day, kid. Like, you're not going to... But it's six dollars. <laughs> like she just doesn't think. Not every kid gets to walk up to their parents on Friday day and knock on the door and go, "It's our payday." <laughs> like, like that's my kid. That's that's a mom. That's my mom fail. Yeah. Because yeah. Bella knocked on my door last Friday and was like, "It's my payday. I got shirts in my cart." <laughs> like she's like legitimately. That's that's my ma- mom fail. Uh, I shouldn't yeah. have told her my damn paydays. <laughs> Legitimately, oh my not everyone gets to do that. Oh my god, <laughs> kids. We sheltered our kids. We it's did a good. We're doing good. When did it become our payday? Like it's our payday. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, she knocked on the door. It's funny. Get you here, dude. Yeah. It's horrible. She's Anyways, so cute. She's silly. I'm. So, I can't believe I paid seven ninety right, nine for that. All right, thing. We podcasted. We podcast. We're back. We're back. 
Come watch us. Come watch us. Come watch us, guys. Tell a friend. Yeah. Till next time, guys. Thank yes. you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon.